0: all our lives desperate business is brought to you by rogue nun productions Welcome to Misty River, an affluent American mountain town filled with secrets and scandal. Our story begins months after Sister Indica moved in with her lover Vincenzo, head of the Valducci crime family and father of one of her best friends, Giovanni. Their time together had felt like a fairy tale. They travelled the world, bought a cottage in Italy and even eloped to Las Vegas. They never fought and he doted on her making sure she and their growing baby were well taken care of. Sister Indica had never been loved like this, and rather than push it away, she welcomed it. She refused to allow past relationship traumas to ruin what she and Vincenzo had. She drank in every bit of joy, and it was healing her. Today we find our heroine sipping herbal tea, looking out of her office's panoramic windows. The misty river mountain ranges were covered in heavy snow, and black clouds were rolling in. Winter was coming early.
1: Sister! I have those numbers prepared for today's meeting.
0: Ethan,
2: business has never been better. We're really socking it to Apollo Media Enterprises.
0: Come on in, I just put on a fresh pot of tea.
1: <laughs> I'll be right there.
0: Moments later, Ethan Colfax, Sister Indica's new executive administrative assistant, was walking into her office holding a beautifully decorated cake. Following him was Bianca Wolf. Co-president of Rogue Nun Productions, Zoe Robinson, Bianca's girlfriend, and Pandora D'Estranger, Sister Indica's dearest friend. They had balloons and gifts and were all wearing festive party hats. Sister Indica's smile filled the room.
3: (laughs) What is going on here? Well, since you and Vincenzo have been gallivanting all over the world, we never got the chance to give you a proper baby shower, bitch. You look like you could pop at any second, so we figured now is the time.
1: And you know I love to throw a good old party.
3: Oh, Ethan,
2: you gays in your event planning.
1: I accepted no help from Bianca and Zoe, though. Otherwise, the Indigo Girls would be here with something vegan.
2: Not all lesbians are vegan and listen to the Indigo Girls, Ethan. You have all their albums, Zoe. All right, children, back to me. Oh, and <laughs> this baby. I see you've all brought gifts. You guys should know that you are my gift, and
0: I want nothing more than your love. (laughs) But let's tear these motherfuckers open anyway. The gang retired to the sitting area. Pandora was first to hand Sister Indica a present.
3: Now, this isn't for the baby. It's for you to enjoy the moment this kid vacates your uterus. (laughs) I swear, Pandora, if it's a vibrator, I'm going to kick
2: your ass. (laughs) Ha! Okay, now we're talking. A box of perfectly rolled blunts. Morgana would be so proud. Oh, Pandora, I love you, bitch. I don't feel so weird about my gift now. This one is for you, too. Oh, Bianca, what are you up to? (laughs) Aw, a bottle of Belvedere, my favorite vodka. Is this your guys' not-so-subtle way of saying sober, pregnant me is boring? Well... (laughs) (laughs) You assholes. Well, I actually remembered that I was coming to a baby shower, so I got you this. Oh, I know this is going to be good, Zoe. You did just become the owner of Goldie's, my absolute favorite boutique in all of Misty River. All right, let's see what this is. Oh my God, Zoe, it's perfection. A baby-sized mink coat. As soon as you told me you were having a baby girl, I had this made for you. I'm sorry, guys. These hormones are driving me crazy. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: I kind of wish I didn't have to follow that gift. Uh, Here you go, sis. This is also for the baby, but spoiler alert, it's not fur.
2: (laughs) You don't exactly make miniature fur coat money. Yet. Oh, Ethan, would you look at this? A baby-sized turban.
1: I rhinestone it myself.
2: It's Swarovski.
1: Ooh, let me get that for you.
2: Thank you, Ethan. You guys are really too good to me. Thank you so much for doing this. I love you all. We love you too, girl. I just wish Giovanni could be here, but he was called out of the country on some urgent family business. I
3: wonder whose legs he's going to break. Pandora, watch it. Girl, I'm just playing with you. I know you miss him. I can't imagine
2: having this baby without him here. And I know she's coming any day now. Look at me. I'm enormous. You're beautiful. Thank you, Bianca. As much as I've enjoyed this pregnancy, I am so excited about getting my body back. Mama needs to get fucked up, kid. Amen to that. How's everything going with the bookstore, Pandora?
3: Oh, everything's great.
2: How's Dante? Yes,
3: spill it. I heard you two are finally an item. Dante's fine. Oh, girl, we all know he's fine. Y'all are terrible. Dante and I are doing well, but it's so new I don't want to jinx it, you know? Let's revisit this discussion in a few months and we'll see how it's going then. Ethan, can you put a reminder on my calendar? (laughs) All right, all right, enough about me. Bianca, girl, you have been killing it as co-president of Rogue Nun Productions. Natalie Winter has been really gunning for you on her show. That bitch talks so much shit she should wipe her mouth with toilet paper.
2: Thank you, Pandora. I guess it's a good sign that I'm on her radar. That means she's threatened. But I'm only following the great example Indica has set. We're a team. A great team. Oh, please, Bianca. I would never have gotten Rogue Nun to where it is today without you. This is all you. At this point, I'm just signing the checks. Okay, fine. I'm amazing. What can I say? I knew you had it in you, babe. I'm so proud of you. I love you. All right, all right. Don't start scissoring on my couch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so who's going to cut this fucking cake?
0: Rosie Bush sat behind her desk at Apollo Media Enterprises, reviewing the company's latest numbers. Her months as co-president hadn't brought the results she was hoping for. Turning Rogue Nun Productions around was a breeze. Why couldn't she do the same for A.M.E.? She sensed that Natalie Winter was getting impatient with her. Her sole purpose for hiring Rosie was to aid in the destruction of Sister Indica and rogue nun productions, ensuring Natalie would take over as Mr. Rivers' queen of all media. How much time would Natalie give her to deliver the goods? She surmised that it wasn't long. Rosie sighed and put her head down for a moment. She had been working day and night and was utterly exhausted. She'd never worked this hard in her life. She'd barely even held a job prior to taking over Rognan Productions. Hers had been a life of privilege, leisure, and unbelievable wealth. She only went to a prestigious university because that is simply what one did, not because she had any real career goals. When she was young... Her father was the mayor of Misty River. He was so popular that they allowed him to serve a staggering four terms. She thought of how proud of her he'd be if he were to see how much effort she was putting into something other than shopping. Her mother, the child of Greek aristocrats, couldn't be bothered with her daughter. Her focus was on entertaining Misty River's political circle and elite. Rosie was simply an annoying footnote. Rosie was happy that her mother had moved to Mykonos so many years ago. Just then, Natalie Winter burst into Rosie's office. Wake up,
4: Rosie. Have you seen this quarterly report? Rogue Nun is killing us. Oh,
1: but wake, Natalie. I literally just put my head down for a second. I'm exhausted. I think these 17-hour days are catching up with me.
4: We can sleep when we're number one. Right now, we're number two. And we both know number two means we are shit. Do you want to be shit, Rosie? Do you want to lose? Did you forget whom we're up against?
1: No one knows better than me whom we are up against. I'm doing my best, Natalie. We both have the same goal to see rogue nun productions crushed and Sister Indica humiliated.
4: It's just going to take more time. We don't have the luxury of time. We tried going the professional route by hiring new talent, creating new content, but it's time we got dirty. It's the only way we're going to win, Rosie. I'm on board with whatever we need to do.
1: Even if it's illegal? (laughs) Natalie, has that ever stopped me before?
4: Who knows anymore, Rosie? You have been dating Detective Jim Brinkman, so as far as I know, you've gone soft.
1: I assure you, Natalie, I have not gone soft. My relationship with Jim has no bearing on my desire to destroy Sister Indica by any means necessary. I just need a couple days off to catch up
0: on sleep and be re-energized for the fight. Before Natalie could respond, Joanne Michaels was rushing into Rosie's office. A cup of coffee in each hand. I thought you'd need a pick-me-up, boss. Thank you, Joanne. You are so thoughtful. We'll continue this
4: conversation later, Rosie. I'll see you in a couple of days. Get some rest. When you get back, we're going full-tilt nuclear winter on
0: Rogue Nun. Natalie stomped out of Rosie's office, leaving she and Joanne alone. Boy, Natalie sure seemed upset. Joanne, she's
1: livid. Our numbers are dismal, so I really can't blame her. She was so generous to offer me this position. I don't want to let her down. If there's anyone who can take down Rogue Nun, it's the person who used to run it. Don't give her so much credit, though. She'd toss you out in a heartbeat. I can tell she's ruthless. I'm keeping an eye on her. Joanne, when you're right, you're right. At least this job has given us a chance to work together. It's so nice having you back. The real you. Natalia's practically a faint, albeit painful, memory. I don't remember her at all. And I never want to. I can't imagine hurting you, or that any part of me would ever want to. That brainwashing is pretty powerful stuff. The brain is a mysterious thing, Joanne. I doubt we'll ever unlock all its wonders. This is Rosie. Oh, hello, Jim. You're downstairs. What perfect timing. I was just wrapping up for the day. I'll be right down. (laughs) I love you, too. Jim's here. Will I see you at home later tonight? You sure will. I've been rearranging the kitchen. It's pots and pans night. (laughs) (laughs) Joanne, you don't need to do that. I love doing it. It relaxes me. Well, a relaxed Joanne is a happy Joanne. You have my full support. Have
0: fun with your pots and pans. Rosie gathered her coat and purse and left Joanne alone in her office. While Joanne sipped her coffee, a strange tingling sensation came over her, starting at the crown of her head and sneaking down her spine. It had become a regular occurrence since her brainwashing was reversed. She'd just assumed it was some kind of side effect. she had become used to it, but the lapses in time concerned her. Sometimes it would be minutes, other times hours. She didn't want to worry, Rosie, so she kept it to herself, hoping it would just fade over time. She put her coffee down and sat in a comfortable chair. The tingles increased. She closed her eyes and waited for it to pass. A few moments later, she opened her eyes, got to her feet, and went into Rose's private bathroom. She grabbed a brush and began running it through her hair, transforming her wild, messy curls into a chic style. There was a tube of blood-red lipstick on the vanity. She opened it and expertly applied it to her pouty lips. She then retrieved a blazer and pair of heels from Rose's closet. Before switching off the light, she looked into the mirror... It's Natalia Beach. Meanwhile, Jim and Rosie were driving to his place for dinner. You seem stressed. How
1: are you holding up? Oh, Jim, I'm just burning the candle from both ends, I guess. Toppling the town's biggest media empire is quite the task, even for a woman as imposing as I. I'm taking a couple days off to relax and recharge. Won't you join me? Crime never stops in a place as corrupt as Misty River. As much as I'd like to play house with you, I'm afraid duty calls. So, how is Joanne doing with her new role at Apollo Media Enterprises? She's always been a fantastic assistant. And for the most part, she's attacking the job hammer and tongs. But something is off with her. I can't pinpoint it, but something is definitely wrong.
0: I'd worry more if I weren't so much in love with you. Rosie snuggled up next to Jim, whose eyes remained firmly on the road ahead. After all these years, we finally found our way back to each other.
4: How
1: did I get so damn lucky? Don't analyze it, Jim. Just enjoy it.
0: Vincenzo sat in his library trying to enjoy a cigar and vodka martini. Life with Sister Indica had been so good, almost like a dream, that it filled him with dread. Why couldn't he just live in the moment and be happy? Why must he always worry that a shoe was about to drop? When his late wife died many years ago, he thought he'd never love again. But he did, and with someone he loved more than life itself. On top of that, he was going to be a father again. A precious baby girl was about to come into his life, and rather than be over the moon, he was terrified. Sometimes he fantasised about leaving the country and moving to a remote island alone so that no one would be subjected to his dark moods. But that was just a fantasy. He now had Sister Indica and this new baby to take care of, and he loved them, he truly did, but the feeling that he'd disappoint them was unshakable. Suddenly, the fireplace shifted, and Fiona and Dimitri emerged from the secret passageway. Must you use that? We have other doors,
4: you know.
5: What can I say, Vincenzo? I like the drama of it all. And must you be in such a sour mood? There are other emotions, you know.
3: Go to hell, Fiona.
5: Well... I suggest you snap out of it, because we have a guest arriving shortly.
3: Ugh,
5: who? Our darling father, of
6: course. Mr. Valducci's jet has landed, and driver is bringing him
0: from airport as we speak. Vincenzo stood and threw his martini angrily into the roaring fire.
5: Ugh, that wife of yours sure is rubbing off on you, ain't she? I'm leaving. The hell you are. Who do you think he's coming to see? You can't avoid him, Vincenzo. One way or another, you will see him. I've been instructed to
6: neutralize you. You won't believe it. How dare you? You work for me.
5: Incorrect. I work for Fausto. What the hell does that old bastard want anyway? I think it's best that you hear it directly from Daddy. You just sit tight. All your questions will be answered shortly. You should probably pour yourself another drink. (laughs) You're going to
0: need it. The minutes moved at a glacial pace. Finally, Vincenzo heard the front doors opening and the sound of a cane tapping rhythmically against the marble floor. The old man was making his way to the library. Vincenzo's chest and shoulders tightened while Fiona smiled broadly, her hands clasped together in excitement. The sound of the cane stopped. Vincenzo held his breath. Is someone going to open these goddamn doors? Fiona's face fell and she ran to the doors, flinging them open as if they had personally offended her. Oh, Daddy, I'm so
7: sorry. Here, let me help you. Grab my arm. My darling Fiona, I'd forgive you anything. Yes, please help your dear father. Don't trouble yourself, Vincenzo. As usual, your sister does what you simply cannot. To what do we owe the honor of your presence, Father? Don't patronize me, Vincenzo. Have you forgotten whose house you are living in and whose money you are spending hand over feast? I do not ask for your respect, my son. I demand it.
3: You're right, sir. I, I'm sorry for the disrespectful tone. Welcome
0: home, Father.
7: That's a better.
0: Fiona helped Farstow into a chair and took his cane.
7: Can I make you a drink, Daddy? My doctor said I shouldn't have scotch anymore. (laughs) But he isn't here, is he? (laughs) Here you are, Daddy. Salute. Salute. Ooh, that's smooth. You always know what I like, my darling Fiona. Before we get down to business, I wanted to tell you how pleased I am with you, Dimitri. You've been a loyal and impressive soldier. You have a sharp mind and aren't afraid to do what must be done. You are invaluable and you have my gratitude.
6: Thank you, Mr. Walducci. It's honor to serve you and this family.
7: I reward such loyalty and performance. Fiona, get my briefcase from the hallway. Fiona ran
0: to the hall and retrieved Fasta's black briefcase.
7: Should I open it for you, Daddy? (laughs) <laughs> I am not so frail that I cannot open a briefcase I did carry it inside, darling girl
0: Fast as gnarled fingers released the clasps on the briefcase Opening it to reveal what looked to be thousands of dollars
7: For you,
6: Dimitri Mr. Walducci is very generous I thank
7: you deeply uh, You have more than earned at uh, this Vincenzo, I hope you've been taking notes. Dimitri could teach you a lot. I agree with you, Father.
3: Dmitri is very impressive.
7: Dimitri, I must ask you, this brainwashing you did on, uh, what's her name? Joan Matthews. Joanne Michaels. Ah, yes. Joanne Michaels. What you were able to do with her is beyond anything I have ever seen, and trust me, (laughs) I have seen it all. Thank you.
6: I learned so much in my time as high-ranking official in Russian Army. Brainwashing is my specialty. It is an art.
7: And you are Michelangelo.
6: You are too kind. I actually have this device that allows me to control Joanne. I can transform her into Natalia with flip of a switch. The process was very technical, but effective. In fact, Natalia is on her way here now. It was going to be a surprise. Speak of devil. I'll get it.
0: Moments later, Vincenzo returned with Natalia.
6: Natalia, Dobri den.
0: Privit, Papa.
6: You even taught a ration. Da she was very quick learner. Joanne must have high IQ.
7: Father, are you going to introduce me to your friend?
6: My dearest daughter, this is Mr Fausto Walducci, patriarch of the Walducci family and our boss.
1: It is pleasure to be meeting you,
7: Mr Valducci. The pleasure is all mine, Natalia. Please forgive me for not standing. I am an old man in ailing health.
5: Ailing health? What do you mean, Daddy?
7: Yes, Fiona. It's one of the reasons I am here. We have much to discuss. All of us.
0: blazed all our lives desperate business is brought to you by rogue nun productions written directed produced by and starring sister indica also starring rosie bush joanne michaels and pandora d'estranger featuring divine grace as fiona valducci Freddie Prinz Charming as Detective Jim Brinkman, KD Christian Starr as Bianca Wolf. Gino Oberlander Johnson as Ethan Colfax, Sister Gladiola Gladrags as Dimitri Sokolo, Stephen Bacos as Vincenzo Valducci, Eve All as Dante Fox. Pissy Miles as Natalie Winter Ivor Turner as Morgana Prince Tragique d'Estranger as Fausto Valducci Lola Van Horn as Zoe Robinson Sister Divine Ho as Ray Moyer Tracy Payne Black as Doja Davis Brown Logan Lowry Rasmussen as Dr. Bradley Colfax. Sarah Bigot as Lily Banks And narrated by yours truly, Sister Bang-Bang.